0: That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
1: Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2664. Today, we're gonna catch up on some news that we haven't had a chance to talk about here on the show, particularly as regards the upcoming Obi-Wan series. And this is with also a tip of the hat to the fine folks at cufflinks.com. Punch it. (laughs) Hey, Ripple Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So there have been a couple of things happening with the Kenobi series that have not necessarily escaped my attention, it's just we've had a lot of other things to talk about here on the show, and so, hey, why not catch up with some of that stuff? In particular, it has to do with two news items, one of which has a lot of stuff in it, one of which has one very particular set of things in it. And I won't belabor the point any further. There was an interview with and Nanjani in Rolling Stone, and he, of course, is going to be in the Eternals movie, the Marvel movie that's coming out not too long from now, but... He also has a role in the Kenobi series, and as it happens, they asked him, Oh, tell us what you can about the Kenobi series. And he actually had a few things to say that were comparatively substantial. So there are three particular quotes I want to share with you from the article. And if you want to check out the whole article, I'll link to it from the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com and also in the show notes for this episode too. So the first quote has to do with him getting informed by his agents that he is up for consideration for this part. And what they told him, he said, they want you to play a part in Obi-Wan and apparently it's substantial. Yeah, substantial. That was in my brain from earlier. That's why I said it. And then he goes on he says, so then I talked to director Deborah Chow, we had a great conversation, and the character sounded awesome. I was so excited about this character. We haven't seen this exact thing in Star Wars yet. This is like a new version of a type of Star Wars character we've seen before. And she was trying to sell me on it, and I was like, I was going to do it before the conversation. Now, as to what that kind of character might be, well, uh, let's have a look at the other two quotes and see if that might suggest anything. The second quote he says my character is supposed to be a little bit intimidated by him obi-wan and i was a little bit intimidated And then the last quote talks about the experience of shooting on the volume, right? That giant LED screen lit soundstage situation. So he says, the first scene we shot him and Ewan McGregor, it was Star Wars outside the windows with aliens walking around and things flying by and all this stuff, but the rest of it looked just like a warehouse. So I did a couple of takes and then Ewan was like, you know, none of this is real. I knew the windows weren't real, but the walls weren't either. I looked and I was like, wow, the walls are projected. The only thing that was real in the whole room was the desk I was sitting at. It was wild. It was really, really exciting. I love shooting like that because you don't have to pretend that you're on a spaceship flying through space. It really feels like you're in a spaceship flying through space. So let's presume that everything that Kamail Nanjani says is true in this situation and if that's the case then they're on a spaceship, and we kind of figured that that had to be the case, because a six-episode series of Obi-Wan just being on Tatooine doesn't seem to fly, and there's already been you know, talk about him going on an adventure, which means that he's going to have to leave Tatooine for some amount of time, and you imagine that if he and Darth Vader are going to have some sort of showdown again, it can't be on Tatooine, because that's just too close to Luke and there's no indication that Darth Vader ever knew Obi-Wan was on Tatooine either. So yeah, that just doesn't fit. So that's why when Kamal Nanjani says it really feels like a spaceship flying through space, yeah, it probably is exactly that. Now, the fact that he talks about aliens going by, that suggests that we are either in Rebel Alliance territory or we are in unaffiliated territory because it certainly wouldn't be the Empire with a bunch of aliens walking around. But if you ask me to come down on one side or the other and say, is it Rebel Alliance or is it something unaffiliated? Oh, like I've been going over this (laughs) as I've been preparing for the episode and I just don't know which way I wanna fall on this. I feel like unaffiliated makes a little more sense to me simply because if they're flying around in space and you can see aliens walking by and ships flying around in space, Uh, the opportunity to have windows looking out on that stuff feels less like a Rebel Alliance ship and more like something unaffiliated. I, of course, could easily be wrong about that. I mean, I'm sure there are places on Rebel starships and Rebel capital ships probably where somebody with a desk might be able to see aliens and ships walking by outside their window. It makes me think of like a docking bay basically like somebody who is running air traffic control for the docking bays for example. So yeah I don't know but that's what I am feeling out of this, and I would love to hear what you think about it. So please chime in wherever you see comments for this or at home base for the show at sw7x7.com. So that wraps up the Rolling Stone reveals. And before I get to the other bit of business, which actually also kind of bears on the question of whether Kenobi or Andor is gonna debut first, I wanna take a moment to say thank you to the fine folks at cufflinks.com that are partnering with us on episodes this month. They're the exclusive officially licensed provider of cufflinks for Star Wars, but Also, do a ton of other accessories beyond cufflinks and also represent a number of different brands too. But hey, it's a Star Wars podcast, so we're checking out Star Wars stuff on here. And as I mentioned a couple of days ago, I'm building up a whole accessory suite. So if you're watching the YouTube version of this, you'll see that I've added a Grogu tie bar onto my Mandalorian Mythosaur tie. Then if I'm being completely honest, I've never worn a tie bar with a tie in my life. And I feel like I'm stepping up my game as a result of this it's very cool I had to look up you wear it between the third and fourth buttons of your dress shirt and whether it's Star Wars that you're into or you're into a whole bunch of other different things well Thankfully, they've hooked us up at Cufflinks.com. You can actually take 15% off site-wide on whatever you like. No minimum purchase at all. All you have to do is use the promo code SW7X715. That's SW7X715 at Cufflinks.com. All right, let's talk about that other Obi-Wan Kenobi-related news that may also bear on the question of whether Kenobi or Andor is going to arrive first on Disney+. Plus. Still think it's Kenobi, and <laughs> this seems to bear it out as well. So new novels, were announced recently and there's Narian Andor related novel among them but there are two Kenobi novels and a third other book, which I'll explain in a second. First of all, there's a novel coming out on May 10th of next year called Brotherhood by Mike Chen, and it's an adventure with Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. And then there's going to be a novel called Padawan by Kirsten White. That is a young adult novel. That'll be coming out on July 26th, and Kirsten White is focusing on Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon in this particular case. And then, if you remember, we did some coverage on these books and interviewed Christian Blavelt about them. The B- more Lando and be more Leia books right well there's going to be a be more Kenobi book by Kelly Knox and that's coming out in June uh June 7th specifically so that coupled with the fact that there's been no Andor book announcements of any kind really does seem to suggest that Kenobi may be coming before Andor. at least it feels like that's yet another bit of evidence <laughs> you know yeah it's definitely not causal right like you can't say for sure that's it that's the thing that makes it Proof positive it's going to happen that way, but gosh, it's still more evidence weighing in the favor of Kenobi being the first one to come on Disney Plus after the book of Boba Fett. And that's what I've got for you for today's show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always, and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be.